Hello, welcome back to the fourth episode of the A to Z Guide to Alcohol-Free Beer podcast, where we're looking at all things beginning with D. Coming up in this episode, we've got a feature on Drop Bear Brewery from South Wales. We'll also have interviews with an array of key leaders in the alcohol-free beer world to discuss dry January and the rise of draft beer. If you're new to the podcast, you can check out the previous three episodes based on the letters A, B and C. We've got interviews with Big Drop, Brew by Numbers, Athletic and many more, with each episode roughly 15 minutes long. Before we start, I'd like to introduce Williams Brothers Brewing, our first affiliated brand for this month's podcast. From the bonny bells of Heather, they brewed a drink lang syne. The sweeter far than honey, the stronger far than wine. They brewed it and they drank it and lay in blessed sound for days and days together in their dwellings underground. That was a clip from Williams Brothers' website, a brewery I'm delighted to have included in the latest AF Beer Club boxes. You can find both their new alcohol-free beers, Alien Form and Joker IPA, in this month's box. It's so many disciplines. You've got microbiology, chemistry. When you actually get to production stage, you've got engineering. You have all these disciplines. I find it fascinating. The, the smallest thing, and you can completely change the product. That's what you really live for. The full-strength Joker IPA is an absolute belter, and the alcohol-free version stays true to form, using a special yeast to balance the fruit flavours with the bittersweet bite. It's released alongside a second AF, Alien Form, offering big citrus aromas, a fruity flavour from the six hops and a touch of pine. Both beers are vegan and available now at williamsbrosbrew.com where you'll find their range of beers and merch on the web store. As we go into our first segment of the show, we'll head down to South Wales to hear the story behind the much-loved Drop Bear. We started having a conversation around our kitchen table about, well, what if we did it? Um, looked into the market data and realised, wow, OK, this is a, a real thing. It's in growth. There's a big opportunity here to make a real change and to really help people. That was the voice of Joelle, the co-founder of Drop Bear, founded in 2019 with wife Sarah, after taking a break from alcohol and being disappointed by the lack of options back then. We quickly drove up to Bristol from Swansea, where we're based, and we went to a craft beer homebrewing shop that's sadly no longer there, bought as much as we could, bought a big saucepan, and basically just started brewing in our kitchen. We had a little bit of um, experience homebrewing, but nothing like this, you know, certainly nothing alcohol-free. If anything, our homebrews were always super alcoholic. <laughs> um, so yeah, very different, and it was a steep learning curve. But uh, I think once we realised that there was a, a real gap and a real opportunity, we we just threw everything into it. Having tested out some homebrews, they were quick to expand and get their beers out to as many people as possible. The reception to the brand was so strong, and we had... Um, businesses reaching out before we even had a product saying they'd like to list it because of the excitement that it brought to the to the market um, and how different it was. Drop Bear debuted their two beers, a Tropical IPA and Yuzu Pale, not afraid to go with bold flavours, after featuring at Club Soda's Mindful Drinking Festival and the first AF Beer Festival online in 2020. 
They quickly added a stout and a lager. Let's hear again from Joel. The vision for our range was to have something, I guess, um, concise. We didn't want to have too many core products. So we have four beers, but to have beers that are truly different from one another and that add something unique to the market. This month, we're showcasing the Tropical IPA, one of the first beers developed back in 2019. Let's hear a little bit more about it. The last few years in craft beer, we've seen this big influx of um, New World hops, really juicy fruit uh, forward hops. So um, it really showcases those. It's dry hopped. It has really good aroma um, and flavour as well as, you know, the nice prominent bitterness that you expect. I think something to note about drop beer is we're not scared of strong flavours, um, which, you know, isn't for everyone, but that's who we are. Um, so you've got nice hot bitterness, nice tropical fruit notes, a um, bit of freshly cut grass in there, and some nice biscuity caramel notes. All the drop bear beers are gluten-free, carbon neutral and vegan. Brewed as a beer using traditional methods, something customers look for, appreciate and keep returning to. Talking of customers, having launched with a small amount of savings, Drop Bear recently gained two investments, one being the Crowdcube opportunity for customers to be part of the journey. Here's Joe again to explain more. It allows our customers to to buy into Drop Bear and to actually be an integral part of that journey and to come with us. So, um, you know, anything from £10 to £100,000 plus people have were able to, to add. As well as crowdfunding, the South Wales Partnership received a sizeable approach from Henry Engelhart, the founder of Admiral, raising over £2 million across the various investment opportunities. It now leaves them in an exciting position where they can securely think about the future. So, what's next for Drop Bear? The next stage for us is to open our, our very own brewery. Um, that was what our last investment round was based around. Um, so that's due to open later this year. And yeah, that's incredibly exciting. You know, from a business perspective, it allows us to have a more sustainable, profitable business model, um, which means that we can ensure that we're here for a very long time to to produce, um, you know, fantastic alcohol-free beers. Um, but also I think as... Um, a brand USP, it's fantastic. You know, we, we'll have a brewery that, you know, customers will be able to come visit. We've got a tap room and a and brewery tours all kind of lined up. So it, it's hugely exciting and it will allow customers to really understand on a deeper level how alcohol-free beer is made. And I feel like it will add a level of um, authenticity again to the product because people will be able to understand that actually... It is beer, um, and it, it's an exciting product, regardless of whether you do drink or you don't. Some really exciting months ahead for the brewery. Keep your eyes peeled. The new alcohol-free version of the iconic Schuf is one of the most hotly anticipated beers of the year. The famous Belgian beer invites everyone to enjoy a great, carefree time, no matter the occasion. It is brewed at the Achief Brewery, just like all the other beers in their range. It is refreshing, tasty and fruity, with hints of spices, giving it that uniquely Schief feel. Every January, millions of people embark on a 31-day break from alcohol. 
The initiative was started by British charity Alcohol Change back in 2013 and has gone from strength to strength. Hi, so my name is Richard Piper and I am the Chief Executive of Alcohol Change UK. In this podcast, Richard will give us plenty of insight into Dry January and the organisation behind it. Dry Jan is one of the many strings to Alcohol Change's bow, including working on research, policy, behavioural change and supporting alcohol treatment. While the term Dry January is now used interchangeably to describe the month off the source, Richard is eager to point out the differences between people going dry for January and the programme they offer. Um, People often use Dry January in that very general way, but it's a bit like the difference between a hoover and a vacuum cleaner. People might use hoovering uh, as a general phrase, even if they're not using a hoover, and actually it's the same with Dry January. And that distinction matters a lot because people who do the Dry January programme go on to be incredibly successful at taking control of their drinking for the long term. There are many benefits to taking part in Dry January. In my circles, lots of people enjoy discovering lots of new alcohol-free beers, as more and more breweries are now releasing beers at the start of the year. Here's Ed from Wise Bartender to share some of the trends he's seen in customers in January over the years. People are moving away from the macro brands. We probably see that with the Menu Brewer Zero Zero, to be honest with you. They're moving away from your Peronis, Moretti's, and going for the more crafty, uh, more flavoursome, definitely got a higher uh, quality. So, yeah, moving away from them. As well as trying great new products, there's the physical and mental benefits of a break from the booze. Here's Richard again. It's a lot of re- people report losing, losing weight, saving money, uh, sleeping better, uh, improved skin, uh, and having more energy generally. And people also learn about their own drinking. Um, people might find that dry January is difficult, and that is actually really powerful learning. If you're learning that going 31 days out without a drink is hard for you, you've learned that you've, you've developed a bit of a drinking problem. And people will also learn how to overcome those problems, how to overcome the triggers or the associations they have, whether it's a particular person or a particular place or a particular time or whatever your, your associations are, learning what those are and means to overcome them, experimenting during dry January with finding alternative ways to cope uh, is, is really powerful. You're, for many, many people, there will be a reduction in, in, in blood pressure uh, and improvement in the heart health. For many of the people doing dry January, uh, their liver will have taken a hammering maybe for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Even after just 31 days, your liver will have shown signs of improvement. And the cancer proteins in your blood, as we know, uh, alcohol causes seven different cancers. Those will also have reduced after just 31 days. The initiative is now a worldwide phenomenon. Following recent new guidelines on alcohol consumption in Canada, I spoke to Mike Norris from Designated Drinks about the impact a month off alcohol has across the pond. Dry January is catching on in Canada with um, more and more people looking to cut back on their drinking and uh, improve their health. And certainly the, uh, the pandemic has played a part in this trend as well as uh, people are more conscious of their, their health and their well-being. In January of this year, the Canadian government recommended no more than two drinks a week. And it's certainly been a hot topic uh, around here regarding the health risks and the cancers associated with consuming excessive alcohol. What do we expect to see next January then? 
Liquor.com recently published an article asking, have we reached the end of dry January as we know it? Stating that a new normal of AF drinking has taken hold way beyond simply one month. Here is Kimberly, known as Craft Beer Pinup Online, who is a big advocate for alcohol-free beer within a balanced, conscious drinking lifestyle. Yeah, I've seen a lot of articles about um, the damp lifestyle, which I know that um, some journalists are, are coining it now, where people are trying to um, bring more conscious drinking into their repertoire and also cutting down a little bit. And yeah, that, that's kind of where I am and what I would probably classify as my approach in Jan. So what were the highlights this year? Which beers have got people taking note? Here's Ed and Kimberly again. We've also had a number of really exciting releases come out in January. Obviously, January's quite high volume of new ones coming out because they think it's the prime time, but we see them throughout the year. Uh, one of my favourites is Wiper and True. They've, uh, so, so much so, they've invested in a dealkalizing machine uh, and they've produced a really fantastic lager, like uh, top and probably my favourite. Uh, there's also the lower range that we've come in with us. So, Peach. Uh, lime, blood orange, they're all lagers as well, but they're really nice and flavoursome and perfect for a sunny day. So I think even though they were popular in Dry Jan, it's going to be more and more popular as the uh, warm weather comes to us. Some highlights are, I really enjoyed the Moon Rabbit from Tartarus. That is so packed with flavour. Mash Gang, always hitting it out the park. I cannot wait to see what they bring out. They have brought so much excitement to this sphere and yeah just love them so really wanted to give them a shout out the cheap lager was on point let's hear from richard one last time about what we can expect from the alcohol change program next year so we'd like to see continued growth and particularly continued growth in our relationship with with local authorities local authorities have a duty to prevent people um becoming alcohol dependent but they often don't know how to do that and our behavior change program uh linked with try dry the, uh, the app, uh, the online Facebook groups, our email journeys, uh, and not just dry January, but that broader, longer term journey uh, is really powerful. Um, so we're, we're seeing really developing relationships with local authorities, which again is really exciting. The final feature this month is all about draft alcohol free beer. I'll be joined by some of the people making this happen to discuss the past, present and future of Zero Proof Pints. Uh, my name's Jonathan Brown and I'm from the Tap House in Deal in Kent. Hi, I'm Alex Gregg. I'm the founder of Fuggles Beer Cafe down in Tunbridge Wells and Tunbridge in Kent. Fuggles and the Tap have both been advocates for alcohol-free beer, always having an AF on tap and promoting the innovation of the sector. Starting on the Kent coast, Jonathan has a rather unique pub landlord story running a craft beer bar, despite being sober now for over three years. When I started my sobriety, I really tried to um, make the tap house and deal one of the, the forerunners for creating an environment of alcohol-free drink. Not completely alcohol-free because it's a craft beer bar, but to get everyone trying it and helping themselves, health reasons, um, etc. And it seems to have worked. In Tunbridge, Fungals has followed the progression of alcohol-free beers over the years. You know, when I first started out on this, there was really very little available on the alcohol-free side. You know, it was it was really a handful of lagers from Germany and Belgium, and that was about it. Whereas now, 
it's you know it's bonkers. The range is, is is just phenomenal from people like you know Big Drop. Then you've got you know Mash Gang, Low Tide, Only with Love, um, Good Karma, and you know a whole host of kind of you know bigger UK craft breweries also producing some really good products and using you know kind of similar techniques and the knowledge they have from producing some of the UK's best craft beer and applying that to alcohol free and using those techniques it's 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 it's, it's brilliant and i think that's been the best the best thing about it you know speaking personally when moderating my drinking or having a night off i want to have the same pub experience and not feel like missing out on the joy and ceremony of a pint of beer here's alex from fuggles again and i just think it's important to break that barrier down and you know make it just as fun going out for something non-alcoholic as it is going out for something that is alcoholic that's kind of how i see it and um yeah with with, with some of the beers out there now it's just it's, it's, it's great you know it's almost you know dare i say it's almost too much choice at the moment but it's a good thing um and i think from a, a drinker's perspective and a drinker's point of view it's, it's really good that quality and normalization of af beer can only happen if the product is of quality here's roger warner co-founder of the aforementioned only with love what we do with our alcohol free beers is um create a product which is as close to a regular beer as possible. So in the, in the example of something like uh, Harmony, our West Coast IPA, uh, that's actually a version of Let's Go IPA, which is our best-selling West Coast I- IPA. Um, and what we're striving for is to get like the, the maximum um, uh, like beer properties in our alcohol-free. Uh, so that's um, consistency, uh, mouthfeel, head, body, flavor. Like it has to, um, you know, look, feel, and waddle like a like a duck. Um, we're not interested in um, producing stuff which um, is a poor substitute. Uh, <clears throat> we have our processes down really well now, uh, and uh, uh, the racking of uh, uh, of, a, uh, of an alcohol-free beer into into a keg is yeah, is pretty much the same as um, everything else. Uh, the, the product is made in the same way. Um, everything that happens uh, before and after the fermentation process is, is the same. The recipes are broadly uh, taken from um, uh, some of our regular beers. And, you know, it's that kind of heritage that gives us the quality of the product. As well as regular pubs and bars adding a permanent line or picking up the odd keg of AF, we've seen the rise in fully alcohol-free bars popping up. Here's Roger again. We see, we see lots of uh, you know, alcohol-free specialists, basically, in the bar venue and, and retailer side cropping up now um, and it's becoming the norm and it's uh, showing us that there's uh, you know, huge demand for uh, alcohol-free options out there. While dry bars are fantastic, the future of normalising AF beer is with regular venues pouring AF beer alongside full ABV. Here's Jonathan again in Deal. Um, we have a fridge that stocks about 45 different cans and bottles from all over the world and I now um, we have we have fourteen taps of craft beer and three of those are alcohol-free beer now, so it's it's moving in the right direction. Alongside the beer boxes in the podcast, I also update a crowdsource map showing all the venues that serve or served alcohol-free beer on tap. Every week, I'm inundated with new entries with over seventy-five thousand users. You can find it all at tiny.cc slash AF on tap. With the likes of Lucky Saint, Big Drop and the others making huge strides, not to mention Heineken's Blade and both Budvar and Estrella testing the water, alcohol-free beer on draft is becoming more normalised and I look forward to watching it grow.
Thank you so much for listening and to all the people that contributed to this episode. If you want more, check out previous episodes or follow me across all the platforms at AF Beer Club. Thanks for listening. Take care.